I don't know if that, usually I don't do that. So, Oh, Lord, help me resist the temptation. I, it, it, I, I missed pushing the button. I really did. I'm just being, I'm full disclosure. I'm being yeah, honest. Yeah. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Marriage Talk Podcast. I'm Sheldon. And I'm Ellen. We are so grateful that you have uh, decided to tune in with us yeah. and wherever you're at we hope that you're having a great day we want to start off this podcast a little bit with a spiritual practice i guess yeah. that we've introduced into our life hey or, yeah. or, or trying to see how would you how would you say that yeah yeah we are we're we are trying we're trying to make space and time in our busy lives to be more intentional about seeking god right yeah. not just what he can do for us but actually seeking him yeah and so in trying to do this we have decided you know what we're gonna try it's kind of it's kind of like a fast where we're, we're giving something up right to create more space and time to seek god yeah. and so last week yeah yeah well why don't we why don't we back <laughs> this story up a little bit because we before we maybe share like w- what we were doing well mm-hmm. w- with the fast or what we decided to fast from why don't we talk about like the dinner table because i think that was pretty funny where you gotta remind me i don't remember yeah no. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, we we were having supper with the kids, and and we're all kind of talking about uh, the spiritual practice and introducing in our life, inviting the kids to be part of it. And and the kids were going around, and our youngest daughter, Sophia, was like, I want to give up candy. Right. And there was like, do mint count? Like, we started all of a sudden, like, clarifying. Yeah, yeah, what's candy? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had to, like, does chocolate bars count as candy? I don't know. Maybe maybe let us know where where you land on that. Uh, Do candy, (laughs) is chocolate bar candy, or is that something different? I think it is. (laughs) Yeah. And so the kids were going, Sophia was discussing that. And then like, I was sitting there and I'm like, yeah, I should probably take some time away from coffee. I really like coffee. And I like the taste of it. That's what I really love about it. But I didn't want to. I was just like, no, there's got to be something else. And then I started clarifying, well, you know, what if I have decaf coffee? Like, does that count as coffee? (laughs) Because not everyone, like there's so, there's people, friends of ours were like, we had them over the other day and they're like, um, we asked them if they wanted coffee and you said decaf or regular and they're like, right. is there a, like, yeah. basically decaf was not even. Not even the- coffee. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's a little backstory yeah. well, and, and little- I didn't want to give up coffee, but like in the discussion, I was like, okay, I really need to probably, <laughs> that's probably the thing. Cause I'm like. I don't think I could do it. And then I'm like, okay, that's probably the sign that I probably should try and see what's going on in my life if I can't give up coffee. Right. And the funny thing was, because I had been thinking about this prior to this dinner time conversation, is I was really feeling like I should probably give up TV in the evenings because that really gives me some space and time for prayer and just extra time in the word and stuff like that but then you suggested giving up coffee and I was like oh that sounds a lot better and easier I'm gonna join you in that instead of doing what I really feel like I should be doing which was giving up screens Uh, in the evening so are you saying like I like manipulated your decision like this is pretty funny because this is where we're gonna get to a little bit later today but like it is was is this on me that you No, gave up? 100% it was on me. I was taking the easy way out because I didn't want to do the thing that was harder. <laughs> That's true because I was even going to join Sophia with candy because right. I love candy, but... Uh, yeah, we don't have it that often. No, it's more of if it's around, then I'll eat it, but I don't like seek it out. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've done it for a week. Yeah, we, we've we done... both did the no coffee. That's right. So so we've both done the no coffee. What did you learn? Uh, well, I learned that I gave up coffee 
and I switched to Orange Pico Tea, which was really exactly the same thing. And it really didn't create space and time to <laughs> seek God. And so after a week of it on the Saturday, I really felt convicted. And I said to Sheldon, I need to switch. This is yeah. not accomplishing what I want it to accomplish. Yeah. And so I need to be honest and uh, <laughs> say what I was really supposed to be doing from the beginning, yeah. which was giving up screens in yeah, the yeah. evening. <laughs> now, you, you shared that with me on Saturday. You, you had gotten up a little bit before me, and I noticed there was a nice cup of already drank coffee sitting right you noticed you. the empty cap I noticed yes it. well because I was like well I'm not gonna do both so I'm gonna start having coffee again and give up my screens in the evening <laughs> oh that's too funny for me what I learned this was actually quite interesting for me as a coffee lover I just I love the taste of coffee I love different coffee houses I'm not sold on one over the other I would say though that coffee and tea is different you kind of almost put them on the same playing field there. they definitely taste different okay okay for sure it's just yeah 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 yeah. so this is what i found about myself it was a comfort thing in Mm. my life interesting and i didn't notice it until i was in this meeting and was sharing about how i'd given up i don't even remember how i got on the topic but i'm just sharing i'm an external processor i'm saying all these things out loud and then i'm like yeah like for me i I found that coffee was a comfort and like i just paused i'm like (laughs) What did I just say? I had no idea what I just said. Oh, like, that's news to me. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, and then I actually like, con- I'm like, it really is. Like when I'm bored, I just go make a cup of coffee. Um, when I'm tired, I go make a cup of coffee. When I, oh, I'm going to go to a meeting. So I'm like, oh, I'll just get, make a cup of coffee to help me focus. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, wow, coffee is more than just a taste for me. It was a very interesting week. And then the other thing I found out, I don't need to stumble to the kitchen in the morning to make a <laughs> cup of I can survive. Like it, maybe there were some days I was maybe a little more grumpier than other days or short, which is we'll also, the yeah, yeah. Which is also like an alarming thing of like, wow, like just because I don't have coffee does not give me the right or yeah, the for sure. to be a little bit edgy or, or whatnot. And so comfort was one I found. And then the other one was that I actually could make it through the day without coffee. Mm-hmm. Now, full confession, it's only lasted one week. I've gone back to coffee. Mm-hmm. I've joined Valerie in the in the <laughs> screens. But but here's my here's my reason why. Not because I don't think I could have made it. I, I think I could have for for whatever length of time we were going for. But the real reason is I actually want to do like during this spiritual lesson that we're doing and fasting. I want to fast from a few different things. And then I want to like process what's going on in my life mm-hmm. and what, what it's the same thing, kind of giving up coffee. I, it didn't introduce more spiritual time. Now I did pray every time I walked by the coffee pot. So I don't know if, <laughs> I don't know if that usually I don't do that. So oh Lord, help me resist the temptation. <laughs> I, it, it, I, I missed pushing the button. I really did. I'm just being, I'm full disclosure. I'm being yeah, honest. Yeah. I missed hitting that power button. Uh, so I did pray as I walked through the kitchen, looking at the coffee machines <laughs> there. But uh, so so I've joined you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've both now, we're going to do it, I think, for a week. Yep. Uh, we're going to do TV this week. And then we're going to do something again. We'll uh, see. I'm not sure if I'm going to switch or if I'm going to stick with it. Because I really feel like okay. in the busyness of the schedule, I feel like this is something where I can really carve out some time. Uh, okay. 
Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're right. I think we will carve out more time in that. So we'll see. We'll see if I continue with you uh, or if I'll switch again and do something else. But I really want to identify kind of what's going on in my life. And I, I f- and I have this sense that I won't really know until I start mm-hmm. removing things in my life. Like I said, I never would have said that coffee was a comfort. I always would have just said, I just like coffee. Yeah. Uh, but well, you always say, oh, I just love the taste. I do love the taste, yeah. but I do. <laughs> I do. And then here's the thing. I had my first first cup of coffee and I was like huh it's actually no big deal <laughs> like like yeah a week away and you're just like oh it's not that special I guess <laughs> yeah no now I still like coffee I still have it in the morning now but I'm aware of this in my life I just anyways not yeah. sure where that lands out there it's something we're doing yeah uh, if you want to join us and, and and let us know that would be awesome people joining in and just figuring out where, what these things really mean in our lives but, right yeah because it is it's it's a, it is about self-awareness and seeking God yes. not it's not like a, a new year's resolution no. or a punishment or something like that that's not what we're trying to do no we're just trying to be more intentional yeah. and focused yeah. in our pursuit of god although i did think i did use the word i feel like i'm punishing myself <laughs> like I, I i felt like i i had I recall saying that during the week. Yeah. Somewhere along the lines. Yes, though that was not the intent. <laughs> it might be a byproduct. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so good. So good. Hey, that's what's going on in our lives lately. Those are yeah. some things that we're learning about mm-hmm. ourselves. It's been quite fun and an eye-opening, really yeah. eye-opening in those things. So that's not what we wanted to talk about today. No. That's not the podcast uh, main thing. Uh, I alluded to it earlier when I said, when I asked, like, wait a second, did I manipulate your decision to <laughs> coffee? Thank you for saying no, because I, I would have felt bad um, yeah. if I was the reason that like really pulled you away from from what you're doing so i'm glad Well, we're never I mean, going for manipulation no so. no never never so i'm glad that's not me so we are going to talk about that now to set up manipulation to set up this yeah, um, this topic this topic it's been quite interesting uh, we're not sure maybe some of you out there are amazing race people and <laughs> fans uh, the of fans, the tv show amazing yeah, race yeah fans of the tv show amazing race uh, our son is a huge fan yeah and he has been watching it from actually just started really about like a little bit ago probably what um a month no oh no it's been longer than that it was last season when they came back right after true covid or something like that but anyways it's not been that long no but he's but he's he started from season one they're on disney they're on the disney channel so he is like starting from season one and he gives us all these updates like he is watching them every night it's Mm -hmm. his thing he makes his popcorn and and watches the major race so uh season six we decide to join him yeah hey we decide that Let's let's join him in this. Let's watch. And so maybe unpack why Amazing Race and Manipulation. How do these two things fit together, Valerie? Yeah, well, we sat down to watch with him. And this is specifically season six. I don't know if this is every season. But we became absolutely <laughs> enthralled. No, I don't know what the right word is. Um, we couldn't believe what we were seeing. It was so shocking. Yeah. The different forms of manipulation that were happening right. amongst the team members. Because there's however many teams. I don't know if it's 12 or something like that. And not from team to team. No, it this was, is literally like the couples. The couples or the or team the, members. Yes, just I think so in every case it was a couple. Like it was people who were either married or in a romantic relationship. Yeah. Well, the one was broken up 
but like you wouldn't know. Well, they were formally dating, but they were then dating <laughs> Anyways, again. Those and... side details. We digress. Well, actually, I digress, <laughs> and I just bring you along with me. But so, so we're setting this up. Manipulation, amazing race. Yes. What did we see? So we sit down to watch, and, and you just become entranced watching this craziness unfold, right? Yeah. Like somebody will threaten to hurt themselves because the other one says maybe they don't want to be in a relationship anymore. And so they're like, well, you know what? Maybe we should break up. And the other one's like, okay, I'm going to go throw myself in front of a train. Yeah. And, and you, now we are not making light of that situation. No, like if that's, not like, at those all. Those things are very serious and very alarming. But again, should not be used in a manipulative no. form. Which is, which is, okay, so everyone understands that's the... The lens that we're looking through here today as we share these examples is from this manipulative form inside of a relationship. Just because we are not making light of no, someone saying something. No, like definitely that. not. But but it is a form of manipulation. Now, you could tell that these people were not serious. It, it's a right. tactic that they've used before to get what they want when things aren't going their way. Yeah. And so it, it's very obvious that they're not serious, oh, but, right. but that is the ploy that they're using. And so that was one particular couple. Another couple, they are constantly yelling and name calling and then blaming and shaming their spouse to make them do what they want them to do. There's another couple. When they came to one of the challenges, I think they call it a roadblock, and they personally didn't want to do it, they would kind of nominate their spouse, tell them that, you know, oh, you have to do this one. But then they would shame and complain about the performance of the other spouse when they were doing it. Mm -hmm. And then there would be all this drama and tears and fighting and, and... stuff happening yeah. throughout the challenge yeah. on the one there's also puke and uh, from the soup it was quite nasty <laughs> yes yeah but then afterwards it flipped yeah. and and the person who had pushed their spouse to do it all of a sudden felt like oh maybe i've done something wrong here and so then they tried to change the script to mm. say oh well you know what i just i know you love food so much so i let you do that challenge because i was trying to be nice to you mm-hmm. when you could see at the very beginning no they just didn't want to eat mm-hmm. the insanely spicy soup so they made their spouse do it right. but just that flip right yeah. that that shiftiness and then they were apologizing Like, oh, I'm so sorry that I made you do it. I should have done it. But it was just like, yeah, no, you didn't want to do it from the get-go. Yeah, and then they tried to make, they're they're always trying to make themselves come out looking like the hero, like the generous one, like the kind and thoughtful one. When as you're watching this unfold, you can see very much that that was not their intent from the very beginning. Yeah, and so it's been interesting because we've actually hit pause multiple times through the season and like, talk this through with our kids and be like hey what are you seeing we've talked it through with our son and our two daughters and and we would hit pause and be like what did you see what what did you watch unfold and is that a healthy sign of a of a healthy relationship or are there red flags going off here and how do you avoid these uh early on in in a relationship and so we we're having these discussions but how many times when we're watching we're just like what is happening yeah. like what like oh my goodness it was what jaw is, dropping <laughs> it, it was like drawing you in constantly as you're just watching this unfold 
yeah. on the screen. Yeah. And now this is a TV show. So editing plays a part in it for, for sure. sure. Yeah. But you can tell just from the scenes that these are things that these couples have been doing for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the way they interact with each other yeah. to get what they want right. in a situation. And, and and we also want to understand that or, or acknowledge that it's a, it's a, as you said, a TV show editing, but also it's this race where there's like zero sleep. Yes. Almost, well, almost zero sleep, almost zero food, a pressure cooker of traveling around in these countries. For some of them, they were in countries that didn't speak English and trying to navigate. Yeah, tons of stress. To these, uh, yeah, it is a high, high stressful situation. Now, again, we're not going to say that in these high stressful situations, manipulation, bad communication should take over. But we're also just trying to paint a picture like there is a lot going on here. Yeah. And it was very uh, interesting to watch it unfold and be able, but it was really good to be able to discuss it as a family and, and call out what's going on here. So, so amazing race manipulation. Hey, our podcast here is the marriage talk podcast. Bring us, bring us home, bring us all in together. What, what are you uh, drawing some analogies to marriage here? Well, I don't know about analogies. Sure. It's just watching this happen. Okay. It's, it's very like, wow, it's interesting to watch someone else and then reflect. Okay. Yeah. So let's reflect on this in marriage. That's a better way. Yeah. And so say like, wow, do I ever do that? Maybe not on that big of a scale, mm. but maybe in smaller ways and and, um, and one that easily comes to mind, especially when kids were really, really young, is it's tempting to manipulate your kids, right? And, and there is a difference mm. of saying like, well, if you do this, I will give you this. Mm. In a very simple form, that is manipulation. Instead of saying, you know what, this is the expectation, mm. right? If you don't do it, there is a consequence, mm. right? The consequence is sometimes negative, but the consequence can also be positive depending which path you choose, mm. right? And so there's laying something out of these are the facts and this is the situation. And then there is manipulation where you're trying to shift and maneuver mm. to make someone do something that they don't want to do. Mm -hmm. And again, with young kids, they don't, there's a ton of things they don't want to do that they need to do because yeah. it's for their own good, yeah. but that's another situation. Yeah. And, but again, manipulation is never the way to go. Right. There's always a different way to go. So, so maybe here's what I hear when you're saying that and maybe the other word is really the outcome, right? So the desired outcome is we don't want to have to use manipulation to receive the outcome that we're searching for mm -hmm. or things like that. Is that kind of where we're yeah, yeah, I would to. say for sure. We, mm. in thinking about this, and and in marriage, and, and honestly, we see this. We see this in couples where they don't even know that they're doing it. Right? Mm. It's something that they learned early in their childhood, or in their growing up years, or in their marriage. That in order to get what I want, if I do this, I get my desired outcome. Right. And a lot of the time, people resort to that, again, not intentionally trying to be malicious, mm. but they're trying to get their needs met. And so then they found that if they can manipulate, uh, maneuver, wiggle their way through a situation to get that desired outcome, instead of saying honestly and truthfully and in love, and speaking in love, mm. this is what I, I want, this is what I need, this is what I'd like to see happen, mm. but that takes a lot of vulnerability. Yeah. Right. To, yeah. to be able to honestly and humbly say and kind of lay ourselves bare like that, where it's a lot safer to try to be shifty right. and make the outcome happen without having 
to have that scary, vulnerable piece mm. to it. So let's maybe, let's unpack this in two ways here. Let's uh, put on the shelf a little bit of like, how do we process it or how do we deal with it when it shows up? But I think before we know that it's in our marriage or in our own lives, or if we use it, how do we spot it? What, what would be some of those things? And, and maybe I could take a jump yeah, at it too. Yeah, you go. I always feel like sometimes I just interview you, <laughs> but you're, you're so smart and, and I love your <laughs> no, wisdom. No, I'm really not. No, you, you are. And, and hey, we should probably say this too. Like we, we're, we are not counselors. No. We are not psychiatrists. Or not psychologists. Psych, yeah, psychologists or any of the size out there that... Uh, that <laughs> the size. <laughs> that go with it. We're not trained professionals yeah, in this we, area. We are just two people that love to talk about marriage, that love to help and encourage and strengthen marriages. And and talk about our own lives, our mm-hmm. own experiences, what we're seeing, and and we hope that this lands somewhere out there with people in a healthy way, yeah, in an encouraging way, in a way where like the people that are listening, and even for us is like we want to step forward in removing manipulation if it's mm-hmm. in our marriage and if it's in the language that we use as we parent our children, and so a lot of what we share on these is really what's going on in our lives, not that we use manipulation, what we're seeing. Yeah, what um, we're learning about. Yeah. So, and and the other thing is we're always in our own lives trying to humble ourselves, to do that yeah. self-evaluation and to grow, yeah. to become healthier people yeah, so and good. looking to the ultimate source of wisdom, which we do believe is right. God right. and is found in yeah. his word, in the Bible. And right. so those biblical principles that we can learn everything we need for life. And so, yeah. so that's where we're so, coming from. Yeah, we just wanted to throw that out there in case like you thought we were going to unpack some like really, theolo- <laughs> I don't even know what it is. That's, uh, that's very unschooled. academic yeah, yeah, and you. professional <laughs> conversation See? on manipulation. This not, is why, that's not us. <laughs> this is why I don't need to speak. You know the words, you know how to, even what I was thinking. You no, know, you've got tons of good things to say. <laughs> So say Let's some good move things. On. Let's move on. All right. So spotting manipulation. I think one of those things in our marriage would be like the shifting of the blame, right? Mm-hmm. Or the not really being able to own up to our own stuff. And yeah. so we're kind of very shifty in like if we get called on it, which is something we're working on, like yeah. how to present something in, in with love and with truth, but then also own our stuff. And manipulation can show up when, let's say you bring something up that I'm doing and then I try and shift the blame either to you or to the kids or I didn't have coffee right. today, <laughs> right? Like all of a sudden, like that's not right. Yeah. I just need to admit I shouldn't speak like that or I shouldn't treat people like that or I don't have a, yeah. a right to be edgy because I didn't have coffee. Like, and so that would be a sign of manipulation. Like the excuse uh, is that come out versus just owning. Yeah, okay? for sure. What about else spotting it? Yeah, I think if you feel like your thoughts and your ideas and your concerns are never validated, mm. right? That that it's always swept away or excused away or or that kind of thing. That's definitely has that feeling of manipulation because you're not having your voice be heard or mm. validated mm. and it's shifted somewhere else your mm. concerns that would be something that i would see as a red flag yeah this one also comes up in the uh, the amazing race uh, again this was season six we don't know if the rest of them are like this we have started <laughs> watching the newest one and it wasn't the as we didn't really notice it no there wasn't nearly as much no no but season six had it had it all which was anyways it is just shocking watching to watch it, it yeah 
but <laughs> the negative tape recorder, right? So like, I'm such a loser. I'm such a failure. And so again, uh, our spouse brings something to us. And then rather than acknowledging it, or we just shift to like, I can never do anything right. I'm such a loser, um, right? All those like mm-hmm. that negative things. Now, for some, that that is a personal struggle that yeah. when things get not validated or, or things, and, and there might be things to unpack with that about not feeling like they're enough. Yeah, and, huge insecurities. Yeah, there might be some insecurities there. But out of those insecurities doesn't give us the op- the right to use that as a manipulation. Like there's other things going on that we should deal with. But that would be another kind of, as you said, a red flag or to stick with the amazing race, a yellow and red flag because <laughs> that's that's their colors. But that would be another flag that where we're like, whoa, yeah, there's some concerns here. We should probably talk about if I'm always switching it to I'm a loser, I'm a failure. Basically what we're saying is anytime that our spouse makes us feel bad for bringing something up. Yeah, because then, especially if this is a pattern, it's a habitual thing that they do to derail the conversation. And Mm. so you bring your concern to your spouse that, you know, something that is happening and instead of them like acknowledging and having, um, you know, a productive conversation about the issue, it gets sidetracked by them saying oh I'm such a loser I, I I'm no good I'm this I'm that and then you switch to being like oh no sweetie you're not a loser you're not this you're not that and yeah. then you totally don't address the issue right and then you end up with all these issues being stockpiled that eventually are all going to come out mm-hmm. usually at once and you have this massive explosion because you have all this stuff that hasn't been dealt with it's unresolved because it gets sidetracked tracked in this using emotions and insecurities to derail the conversation yeah because then you don't even deal with it because now you're dealing with something other than that so the other one that really comes out to me is then kind of the villain victim game kind of thing right uh so it's everyone else's fault go ahead no you go ahead oh i felt like you're like you looked like you're ready to jump all over that no okay sorry just you're just excited i I like it um where was my train of thought there villains and victims yeah yeah the squirrel jumped off the track there for me but yeah just playing that card again right changing the story to make themselves out to be a victim changing the story everyone else is it has is against me yeah uh so again just anything that can kind of take us and derail us Mm -hmm. from what we're actually dealing with in a healthy uh, constructive communication that leads us to a resolution of what we're dealing with anything that's kind of like deterring us from those things that's probably where we could just say hey there's, there's some things going on in our lives that we should probably look at in terms of manipulation. Yeah, and, and again, I'll, most people are not intentionally saying, okay, I'm going to do this yeah. because I I don't want to deal with this or I, I, I'm intentionally doing this to my spouse. For most people, it's a learned behavior and it works. It's mm-hmm. effective. And so then they do that because then they don't have to deal with the hard stuff, the uncomfortable stuff. And so then it just kind of helps them slide out of that and they don't have to deal with it for a little while or or you have the other side where people turtle and and like then kind of like i'm not going to bring things up because that didn't go well or yeah so they hide yeah yeah that's what i mean by with the turtle it's interesting another show we watch is is the murdoch mystery show and you have noticed something in there more than I have. But anyway, yeah. what have you noticed comparing the two shows? So but- Murdoch Mysteries is a little bit older. It's based, I think it's around the early 1900s. And just the way that they um, talk 
it's very much if if some of that shifty kind of stuff is happening, they just call it out. <laughs> just right out <laughs> to the person. They're just like, don't try to guilt me. Don't try to manipulate me. Don't try to yeah. shift the blame. And they just say it as it yeah. is. And yeah. we just don't often do That's that right. in our culture anymore. I think, I don't know, maybe it's because we're, we're so focused on being politically correct. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? Or gentler. Or, because it's interesting because the people in that show, when they say that, they're like, oh, yeah, sorry or like right, they oh, own I, it right away like oh wow i didn't notice that like yeah you're right i shouldn't but they're just they just call it, but they don't call it out in a mean way i wonder if if maybe we've lost a little bit of that tact or we're so worried about using so much tact that then we're like well i don't really know how to say this and i'm only supposed to speak in love and and those but we can speak in love and we can speak truth at the same time it just may take some work to get there but we didn't live back then yeah so we is no that idea. how it really was or is that part of the show that they make but they yeah. sure make it seem like they just call people when they're trying to manipulate them they just call it out yeah something that we do see and that we do know is studies show that resilience of people has gone down over the last few centuries right we're, we're more fragile as a people and so that might be part of it too mm. where we're so worried that if we say something it's going to hurt them Hmm. and then it's going to destroy them Mm -hmm. right and so that could be a piece of it as well in that are we resilient enough Hmm. to be able to hear that kind of feedback and to be able to give that kind of feedback in a loving Mm -hmm. and truthful and kind way Mm -hmm. i don't know yeah and and maybe that's something that we should uh let's move there a little bit like how do we do it so we've kind of talked about some signs spotting it how how do we, how now, if it's in our relationship, if it's in our lives, let, let's move in and maybe give some ideas of how to do with it. And, and here's the thing too, is that we may not even know it's in our relationship. Yeah, for we sure. may not even know that is how many we have talked with countless couples that have come out of a manipulative relationship or not out of, but like are in it. And then, and as we work with them through it, they're mm-hmm. like, oh, I didn't even see it. Yeah, uh, I didn't even know that my, that's my language on both sides, like the person being manipulative, manipulated and the person using it. And they're like, oh, wow, like I never. Well, thank you for pointing that out. I really need to. And so sometimes we don't even know mm-hmm. that it's there. And, and that's where a third party can really help us and, and listen and, and kind of point out like, wow, this is what I'm seeing. And here's what I'm hearing. So let's say we spot it. Uh, someone mm-hmm. listening here today is just like, oh, man, either that's me and I have used those things or you know what I I think that is in our relationship. What do we do? Uh, how can we help those couples? Valerie, what, what what would you say would be a step, like those next steps of how do they, where do they go from here? Yeah, well, I think the first thing is that awareness, right? Mm. Like doing some honest self-evaluation, which is going to take some humility to be able to say like, okay, I need to lay down my pride. Mm. I need to know that even if in this searching that I'm doing this self-evaluation if I come to realize that you know what I do use some of these tactics that that doesn't define me that doesn't have to be the end of the story I can change I can Mm. grow I don't need to stay there because often people will not allow themselves to even acknowledge it because they feel like anything negative might destroy them and so being able to humble ourselves realize that we can change and grow and the start of that is awareness and admitting you know what yeah I I do do that now I need to I need to figure out a new way a new pattern a new tactic a healthy one right because there is there is good healthy persuasion Mm. 
right? And so the difference there is good, healthy persuasion has the right heart motive, has the right desire to speak truth and to be honest and to be humble, Mm. whereas that manipulation is trying to wiggle our way around either out of something Mm. or to get something we want. So we don't ever want to say that you can't be persuasive Mm. because there is good persuasion. And so it's, it's finding that narrow road of good persuasion, not being manipulative and also not being a, a wallflower that just sits there and watches mm. life happen to them. Yeah. I think one of the things that where this trips uh, many couples up is that we're timid to have the honest conversation to really yeah. say, this is my heart. This is what's going on in my life. I really don't like it when you speak to me this way. I really don't like it when you do this or whatever. You, you could fill this in with anything. Yeah. But wow, like if we could get to a place in our, how much, how much, let me ask this. This is probably, I hope this is an easy answer for you. <laughs> how much has our relationship grown from us learning how to have honest conversations together? Oh, huge. Yeah. Because I if told you it was going to be not... an easy answer. At least I hoped it was an easy answer. <laughs> so I was setting that up on a tee, but yeah. it really has. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. It, without those honest conversations, we're making assumptions. We are justifying our own behavior. Yeah. We're often assuming the worst because we don't have the full information and our spouse might be totally unaware. Our dog is sleeping beside us and snoring really loudly. <laughs> so if you hear a weird snoring sound. It's not one of us. It's not us. It's the dog. <laughs> so yes That's being awesome. honest and laying all of that out there right and because in marriage we god said that he, he he made adam he made eve he put them in the garden and they were to be naked and unashamed yeah. and that didn't just mean yeah physically. they were oh sorry sorry I was... <laughs> it, it was emotionally yes. and relationally yes right? spiritually yes. yes spiritually and so that's that's where we want to get in our marriage as well, where we can be naked and unashamed. Yeah, in we do. All oh, wait, areas. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yes. You guys, all I, areas. I get distracted. So. Yes, you do. But it is so true. It is, and it is what we're searching for. And we have fought hard in this area to get healthy, to be able to laugh in the moments and 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 have honest conversations in all areas of our life. Yeah. And you know, and what? we still fail. Like we're just gonna, we're not oh, <laughs> perfect yes. at this. We still mess it up, and we eat sleep breathe marriage yeah, topics yeah, yeah, and yeah. stuff and teach on it and and there's still times we're like why don't we just listen to our own advice and like yeah. talk about it sooner but sometimes we get selfish yeah, and stubborn our pride gets in the way and those things happen but yeah. you know what I, I really like that and I, I think that's a great way to hopefully launch our listeners is into some honest conversations uh, Ephesians 4 15 talks mm-hmm. about speaking the truth in love uh, and we are to grow up in every way into into him who's the head in into Christ so you know Ephesians 4 29 let no corrupt talk come out of our, our mouths but only such as is good for building up as fits the occasion that it may give grace to those who hear yeah. like I just boy I just feel uh, even the couples that we meet with and and our own marriage when we can have those honest, sometimes hard, but honest conversations, honest self-reflection, where we're falling short, where we're contributing to things, man, we can sure grow in those, in these areas. Yeah. Uh, Well, and a key piece after that honest, like that self-awareness 
is to realize, um, to confess it, right? Mm. To confess it to God, to ask God for forgiveness, and then also confess it to our spouse and ask our spouse for forgiveness. Or if, if it's our kids that mm. we have been doing this against. I'm sorry, yeah. our dog is snoring I was so say, loud. This one is really good. She, We're going to have to put her in another She's room. She's having a good sleep. We're just at our kitchen table <laughs> and the dog kennels. Yes, that's right our bes- recording studio. <laughs> right beside it. And she decided to have a nap. I hope that the, our listeners, uh, you know, our voices aren't so soothing that we're putting all oh, of our listeners to asleep. sleep or we're just that boring. <laughs> oh my goodness. Hey, uh, sorry, I think we cut you off there, but did you have any kind of last thoughts or last kind of hanging fruit that you want to talk about this? Yeah, well, I guess in, in moving forward, kind of something to be aiming for, again, when we look at the Bible, when we look at scripture, Colossians 3.12, it says this, it says, therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Mm. And so I think that's the goal. Because often if we focus, whatever we're focusing on, that's where we're going to end up. So Mm. if we're constantly being like focusing on, oh, don't be angry, don't be snappy, don't be manipulative, then that's what we're constantly Mm. thinking about and we're more prone to do it. Whereas if we say, okay, what is it I'm aiming for? Mm. I'm aiming to clothe myself with compassion, with Mm. kindness, with humility, with gentleness and patience, to speak the truth in love, Mm -hmm. right? And so if we set our minds to focusing on those things and the situation comes up where we have a choice, then we're focused on applying those truths in our life instead of focused on the other negative things, Mm -hmm. right? No, that's so good. I love what we're aiming for is what we're going to hit. And, you know, our thoughts play a huge thing in that. And so if we focus on the compassion and we focus on the kindness and humility, as you just said, the gentleness and patience, when that's that piece that we're looking at, we're going to be at a higher success rate of hitting those things mm-hmm. so so good thank you for sharing those things Valerie that is that is awesome you know we just want to throw it over to mm-hmm. uh, to you as the listener how about you uh, where does this land in, in your marriage where does this land in, in your own life those yeah. are some things that we are learning those are some things that we're applying in our marriage uh, in our own lives as, as we think through and talk through and uh, look for this mm-hmm. manipulation piece in our own lives yeah. and, and so maybe it's there and, and maybe it's not in your own life maybe you have been able to wrestle through these things and, and maybe haven't but we just wanted to throw it over to you and, and just hopefully this has been some thought provoking and that you're able to think through how this applies to your life and how this applies to your marriage and, uh, and we hope that it leads to some great conversation even as uh, as a couple on the other side as you are listening to this so we want to thank you yeah. we want to thank you so much for uh, giving us your time and time is precious and it so is. <laughs> we want to say thank you that you take time out of your day and, and listen and be part of this give us a like give us a share all those things that really help out podcasts and 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 kind of drive up the rating so more people hear from the marriage talk but we really just want to thank you uh, for tuning in today and we will talk to you next week bye 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 now